0: hi alexis hi melissa how are you this beautiful 70 degree arizona spring day
1: i am great i walked into my office and there was champagne waiting
0: for me i love days (laughs) like that that should happen every day let's celebrate by talking about this crazy story i have for you today it is crazy. Yeah. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. So I've been to almost every state in the U.S., but I've never been to the state that's at the forefront of the campaign that we are dissecting today. Can you guess what state it is? Or do you already know? <laughs> I already know. Okay. Well, let's not ruin it. I'll just tell everyone. So good old South Dakota, the Mount Rushmore state. Have you been there? Nope. But my cousin
1: went to school there for like a hot minute, and then she froze her ass off, so she had to come back to California.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I imagine it's cold, but speaking of it being maybe dreary and cold, I did find out that until 1992, the slogan for South Dakota was the sunshine state. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great marketer. (laughs) I mean, maybe it's sunny and cold. I don't know. I haven't been there. I'm not going to make fun of it, I guess, but seems a little off to me. Isn't California the sunshine state? I think Florida is. Oh. <laughs> so the other thing that South Dakota is apparently known for thanks to a 2019 viral campaign is meth.
1: Oh, interesting. <laughs> Not sunshine. Not sunshine. Not Mount Rushmore. Well, you might see
0: sunshine, sunshine when you <laughs> I don't know, I've never done meth, but I assume no. you see a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> So let's go back to Monday, November 18th, 2019, not so long ago at precisely 8.06 AM. South Dakota's brand new governor went on Facebook Live and unveiled an edgy new campaign featuring the headline, meth, period. We're on it. Wow. Wow. That's bold. That's bold. So the campaign was literally everywhere starting that day, from billboards to commercials to digital and social media. It was also featured on a website that was built for the campaign called OnMeth.com. And that website had, like, lifelines for meth addicts to get help. It had a ton of community information for how, like, everyday people could get involved in the fight against meth in South Dakota. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So the ads were kind of a bit stunning. I mean, I'm going to show you these, Alexis. Can you describe what you're seeing? Yeah. I mean, everyday people, farmer,
1: kids, you know, on a football team, and a guy enjoying his coffee. And
0: what does it say? Crazy. Meth. We're on it. Yeah. That is bold. It is. And it's weird because it's so unexpected. It literally is like everyday normal people and this really bold statement. And then... In teeny tiny print at the bottom, the ads read, there's a problem in South Dakota and we all need to get on it because together we can get meth out of here. So along with those print ads, there were commercials and they were even more shocking in my opinion. Like when I watched them, I it was like stunning. There was like a grandma and like just again, these normal everyday people. Just like in their everyday life. In their everyday life. And they just said, meth, I'm on it or meth, we're on it.
1: I'm on meth.
0: I'm on meth. I'm on it, too. So am I.
1: So am I. I'm on meth. Meth is not someone else's problem. It's everyone in South Dakota's problem. And we need everyone to get on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it, it too.
0: It's shocking. It's stunning.
1: Yeah, I mean, it really makes you stop and think and question, like, what it means.
0: It's, Which is... Amazing. But right. it does make you stop and think. Exactly. So immediately there was a firestorm on social and traditional media. Many people on Twitter wondered if South Dakota had somehow missed the double meaning altogether. And others called it tone deaf to the devastation that methamphetamine has had on the state. Others, you know, really felt like they just weren't taking it seriously and they were just making light of it. And in How is that light? I know. Come on, that's not not light. That's pretty, that's bold and shocking. I know. I think the initial reactions are so interesting because people really thought it was a failed attempt to be clever, like that had just fallen flat. And I know, I mean, I remember seeing it when it came out, and I right away was like stunned, shocked, and intrigued. But maybe as a marketer with a marketer's brain... I don't immediately think, like, what the fuck? Probably. I mean, the people that were
1: affected by meth probably were more sensitive to it, like a family member or a friend. Maybe yeah. that hurt them. But perhaps I don't know. I think it's pretty crazy. It yeah. makes you really
0: think about, you know, what's going on there. Totally. So some of the tweets that were flying around the internet said things like this one, which was from the news source, The Argus Leader, which is South Dakota's largest newspaper. And they tweeted, like, as if they were South Dakota. So South Dakota, colon, meth, we're on it. Rest of the country, colon, hey, um, are you guys okay over there? (laughs) And, like, that was all over Twitter, like, all over the internet. People were just making fun of it, saying it was tone deaf, it was stupid, it was what the heck were they thinking, and it was just a failed attempt. So the governor said the campaign actually was a giant success from the minute it launched, and she felt the messaging was spot on. She did point out that it was a point to get people talking about it. And, I mean, holy cow, these people talked. And questioning, like, who's actually meth heads, right? I mean,
1: if they did an ad with, like, someone I, – I mean, I've seen once here in Phoenix that, like, it's like we have a drug problem and it's some really freaky meth head looking person and it almost makes you want to turn your head to it because yeah. it's so, like, Gross. disturbing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Totally. So, I mean, this campaign hit every major news outlet across the country, and it even went global. CBS This Morning talked about it on their Talk of the Table segment, and they thought the double meaning was super interesting. I mean, they said it showed that anybody can get on it and can get hooked, and that they were on the case, you know, which is, I think, the point that South Dakota was trying to make. The idea for the campaign actually began in early 2019 when Governor Kristi Lynn Noam, and I hope I said that right, she actually took office as the 33rd governor of South Dakota. And, fun fact, she's the first female governor in the state's history. Awesome. I know, which is I know, like girl
1: power. But she did get a lot of flack recently.
0: Yeah, she did. She's a Republican, and just with COVID, she got a lot of flack for how she handled COVID but that's besides the point. So, she was focused on addressing what she calls an escalating meth crisis in the state. So, she was determined to bring attention to the problem in a big way. She wanted citizens to stop, pay attention and understand that the state had a huge meth problem and that there were resources available. She really wanted a campaign that was edgy and that would cut through the clutter in advertising and social media and I'd say they delivered on edgy. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So there really was a real problem in South Dakota. I mean, I think it's important that we outline, like, that something did exist, like, a reason for this campaign to happen. So from 2014 to 2018, the state saw a 200% increase in people seeking treatment for meth-related addiction. And stats also showed that South Dakota teens tried meth at twice the rate as the rest of the country. Which is super sad, right? And 83% of South Dakota drug cases were meth-related. Um, it's and It's crazy. Like, what makes you want to try meth? Ugh. I mean, I have no idea. In a single year, the state saw 3,500 meth-related arrests. And this, like, really tore at me. 50% of children removed from South Dakota homes were a result of adult meth use in those homes. Ugh. I know. That's a major bummer. So the marketing campaign, like, was needed, right? Like, it was really part of a larger effort to target the meth problem. And part of the campaign included, like, rethinking offenses for using it. They really wanted to increase treatment for those who were addicted. And some organizations, like the ACLU of South Dakota, felt that the concept of putting people or fewer people behind bars may seem like a hard stance to take because South Dakota is a very conservative state. But they believed that the state's tough-on-crime policies just would not fix the problem. So they really wanted more people getting treatment instead of being put behind bars.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, if the ads are any way a reflection of who has the problem, I mean, it's like looks like everyday
0: people. Mm-hmm. And people would never know. Totally. So in the summer of 2019, the state asked advertising agencies to pitch them on aggressive advertising and marketing campaigns that would draw awareness to the problem. So one firm, Minneapolis-based Broadhead, pitched a proposal that caught the governor's eye. So I got this from Broadhead's website. They claim to be an independent, full-service agency that champions those that create and inspire progress in farm, food, and wellness.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think we should get in the farming business.
0: (laughs) I mean, I don't know if that's, like, exactly in line with who we are as people. I mean, I look cute in cowboy boots. Um, and
1: I, I mean, have you seen my
0: garden? <laughs> you do have a nice garden. <laughs> I don't think it qualifies us to be experts in farm and egg marketing, but hey, I'll give anything a go. Hey, we might wrap a silo
1: for Midland. Oh, that's
0: true, yeah. we do, we have a client that we're gonna wrap a silo for I in know. Nebraska. Okay, we are getting into farming. You heard it here first, people.
1: Thank you, Midland University. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, in their pitch to win the bid, they included messaging similar to the meth we're on it that, like, we ended up with. And, you know, I'm assuming that that's what caught the governor's eye. She was like, this is bold, this is big. And they worked together to collaborate and come up with that final messaging. Yeah. So they won the contract, and it officially started in September 2019. The contract allocated up to $1.4 million, so, like, that was the ceiling, to spend on the campaign that could last through May 2020. And the proposal called for, like, a multifaceted effort that would include TV ads, print ads, t-shirts, like, literally all the things, right? And the agency was from Minnesota? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's interesting, too. Like, it's always weird to me when a local government entity hires an out-of-state agency to, like, handle a statewide initiative, but there's got to be a reason. Well, I mean, I think for
1: this, it is
0: a, it's
1: not something that... I mean, she wanted the campaign to be edgy. And I feel like people that are it's so they're so close to home, they won't be edgy. They would be more sympathetic and attack it from a more humble place. And so maybe the Minnesotians, you know, <laughs> is that they, the
0: proper terminology? I Minnesota, I think it is. That works.
1: Yeah. They were not afraid to be bold, obviously. Yeah, totally.
0: So immediately the response and the reaction was exactly what the state and the governor had hoped for. The spokesperson Lori Gill, she's the state secretary for the Department of Social Services. She responded in an interview with the New York Times and said, I would say that we did expect a reaction. It's a plan words. It's sort of an irony between healthy South Dakota Dakotans? Dakotans that probably very much aren't meth users, saying, meth, we're on it. The point is everybody is affected by meth. You don't have to be a user to be affected by meth. Everybody is. Smart. Yeah. So I think the campaign delivered on, you know, that exactly. Broadhead's website has a page dedicated to the campaign, like, as it should. It was a freaking badass campaign. I guarantee they've gotten so much work because of the success of this campaign. Definitely. It describes the campaign as a provocative campaign designed to unite and mobilize communities in the fight against the state's meth crisis. The fully integrated campaign included... Like I said, TV, radio, digital, and social content. And they also developed that resource-based website. And they said that the internet was set ablaze hours after launch. Oh,
1: that's a good PR person. It's <laughs> set
0: ablaze. You no, know, it totally is. <laughs> um, they said from Gail King to the New York Times, seemingly everybody had something to say about the head-turning work, making it one of the most talked-about anti-drug campaigns in the social media era, which that's an important point to note because – the social media era just started in like what, two thousand five, really, essentially. Yeah. But like before that we had a lot of really attention grabbing campaigns for, you know, anti drug, right? Yeah. Like remember the frying
1: pan one? Yo, that was freaky. What your brain on that? drugs. This is your, your brain, brain, brain on and drugs. drugs. Like that oh, was that was freaky. That was freaky. It's so interesting because actually that one, the frying pan one was when I was younger and it really grabbed my attention as a, as like a kid. And I, I wonder what this, like who this campaign really targeted. I know there were like high school football players in the ads, but I
0: wonder what like each generation really thought of this campaign. Yeah. And it's interesting. Broadhead execs created a video that went into detail about like why they took this direction. Wayne Carlson is a guy who headed up the strategy for the campaign with Broadhead, and he said that instead of targeting people who were about to use or who have used and needed to seek a treatment, he wanted to target communities to activate them around the problem. So instead of focusing on one person, they focus on the community to help them, which they thought would have better impact and could snowball, which makes sense. So yeah. th- they weren't focusing on the users; they're focusing on the community around the users to help them get help.
1: Which is interesting because the ads kind of make you think that it's everyday people. But using- I think
0: I don't think that's the point of the ads. I no. think the ads are meant to have everyday people saying, "Like we're I'm on meth," meaning I'm on the problem. Like I'm. Attacking Attacking the problem, I know we have an issue. Like we have resources, I'm here to help. So, like I think that's more the point. Even though a lot of people thought, like, WTF is this lady who owns a coffee shop really on meth? (laughs) Yeah, like it was, or it could have been both. It could have been both. Totally, it was totally a double meaning. And South Dakota officials knew before they launched the campaign against this, you know, meth addiction, that the tagline would totally provoke people. And in their opinion, it worked. And also, the data does not lie, and you love data. I love data. Tell me those numbers. Okay, lady, get ready. (laughs) Get ready. According to Broadhead, the campaign garnered 82,000 social mentions and 5.6 billion media impressions in the first 13 weeks of the campaign. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah.
1: And so what of those mentions, do we have stats on like negative, positive, what?
0: You know, we don't, but I bet you we can assume the majority were negative or controversial or like questioning the campaign, which made it go farther. It amplified the message. And that was the point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And there were a total of 7,285 earned media placements from the day the campaign launched, so November 18th, 2019, to February 7th, 2020. And that equated to $418 million in PR value, which is cray-cray. Ray. Yeah.
1: It was everywhere. Um, there were. F- That's your next goal for your next campaign. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. To, to surpass that? I mean, we, I mean, we hit a million week one, right? We Her did. Brother, we so. did.
0: We did a stunt that hit a million dollars in week one. So so just shoot for that okay, other 400. 400. 418 million here we come. <laughs> okay, so it was everywhere. There were 51,000 visits to OnMeth.com on the campaign's first day. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's amazing. And by day two, 51 people had called the treatment hotline, which is really cool. Yeah. And the 30-second video spot had... Like 450,000 views, which is oh. pretty good. They actually said that the state saw a rise in treatment discussion, treatment referrals, and voluntary treatment enrollment as well. And that is literally that was, the purpose of the campaign. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So it was a success. Yeah. I would say it was a success. And I really liked what Broadhead CEO said. His name's Dean Broadhead. And in the video, which you can find on their website, he said, for anything to truly go viral, like you're going to be 50-50. Like 50% of the people are going to just, you know, hate it, hate it. 50% are just going to freaking love it. And that's true. You know, to really make an impact, you've got to be provocative. And I think I agree with that a million percent. I agree. And sometimes,
1: you know, it's interesting because some of our clients, sometimes when they see that negative feedback, they freak out and think it's a failure. But You know, people are talking. Totally. And they're mentioning your brand, and it's the way you are trans, like we said, how you're transparent, right? How you're attacking it. Totally.
0: So, I mean, for all those haters, I think the joke's on them. Joke's on you. The campaign was ballsy as heck, but it worked. So, Alexis, do you think, like, will it stick? This one is a sticker. Awesome. So before we wrap it up, I want to point out and thank my sources. As always, we'll like link all the sources in our show notes, but I got some great data from Broadhead's website. Of course. I also found the New York times story super helpful. It was titled meth We're on it. South Dakota's anti-meth campaign raises eyebrows. And that ran on November 18th, 2019. And it was written by Minier. Zaveri, And I'm so sorry, Muneer, if I got your name wrong. I also sourced info from Everipedia, and the entry was titled, Meth, We're On It. And like I said, we will link out to all of that in our show notes
1: awesome thank you everyone for listening and pretty please don't forget to go to apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review yes, please 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 please. and if you love what you heard tell your friends to follow us on social media at will it stick podcast and visit us online for at will stick podcast.com we're gonna put all those videos we talked about link out to the ads so you can check them out and
0: weigh in yeah awesome thanks for listening peace out peace